0: This is the Toasted Sister Podcast. I'm Andy Murphy. I'm from Crown Point, New Mexico. That's a town on the eastern side of the Navajo Nation. I went to the boarding school there, the high school, and even took a class at the Navajo Technical University across from the house I grew up in, which is also really close to the Diné College. It's a town of about 3,000 to 4,000 people, depending on the student population. It's a rodeo town. It's the hub for a lot of tribal offices and the home of the only Navajo Rug Auction. My parents told me there was a restaurant there once, but in all my time there, it's always been an abandoned and crumbling building in the middle of town. We had a Taco Bell in the gas station once, and we've always had a couple of food trucks and trailers at the flea market area, but no brick-and-mortar Navajo-owned restaurants. Not like we've always wanted one, though. We've always wanted one, but there are a lot of obstacles for Navajo entrepreneurs, let alone one looking for physical business space. Obstacles like access to capital, available retail space in the area, business education, and land jurisdiction, especially in checkerboard areas like Crown Point. That changed when Victoria Largo made up her mind and finally put in the work to take over space at the town's only shopping plaza. And that's putting it very lightly. In this episode, my sister Alicia Murphy, who's the economist for the Navajo Nation Division of Economic Development, visits with Victoria of Victoria's Pizza just days before the grand opening.
1: Hello, my name is Victoria Largo. I am the owner of Victoria's Pizza. Victoria mm-hmm. Hello, I am a resident here in Crown Point, New Mexico. Happy to be here.
2: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. We're so excited for you, Victoria. Um, my sister and I, Andy, we are from here in Crown Point and we we both grew up learning that Victoria's Pizza was from your house, it was your passion, it was your heart to provide pizza in Crown Point. And now I'm sitting here in this restaurant, I can't contain myself because I'm so excited and I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much,
1: thank you. And yes, for my little trailer, having a big menu, everybody would say, how does she get that all that food in that little trailer? Sometimes I think about that myself. You know, how, how does how does Victoria get hamburgers and foods like that all out of a trailer? And it went from pizza, it went from ice cream. And I tell you, that little trailer, it's it's that's my my backbone right there. The little trailer.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so cool. So take us on the journey. How how did it start and the evolution to come into an actual restaurant in Crown Point, New Mexico? with
1: Victoria's Pizza was established in
2: 1996.
1: Uh, back then, it was where I was uh, self-employed. I would sell cupcakes. I would drive around to sell ice cream. I would drive around to, you know, put a little ice chest in the back of my truck, come around Ground Point, honk the horn. Everybody got to know me as the ice cream lady. And, you know, the little kids today, it's it just to see the smile on their face, come and get ice cream it, and that's the biggest treat just to take ice cream around for children. And then I got into uh, little things like sewing. I got into sewing, anything to make money to support my family. And then I got into making blankets and then I got into artwork, just, you know, just anything to provide for my family. And it started from there. And also when I was like walking around the BIA and, I would go and get donuts from Bashes and run the BIA because I know that all the ladies are at work, and I'll be the one to go around and sell donuts with their coffee at 50 cents for a donut. So I would give a lot of my own time just to get out there and do what I could for the, for people who were working. The food industry became one of my passion, and ever since I started doing uh, foods back then, creating all different styles of cupcakes, creating all different styles of foods, it became my passion and then I started selling over at the hospital. Uh, I would take my mom's little typewriter, she was the secretary and back then the typewriter was like old-fashioned typewriter and I would say mom can I use your typewriter and she's like where are you going? I said I'm going to go down to the hospital and set up my little table and I'm going to go ahead and start selling so I started selling pizza by the slice there and when I started off with two boxes Uh, Went from there for, uh, the slices back then was like $1.50. That's where it started to grow.
2: That determination and creativity, really. It really is about creativity and how you approached serving food to bring joy to this community that didn't have it before, you know. And I'm not even reading my sister's script, but (laughs) I'm I'm so excited about this, Victoria. Um, So the next question You've always wanted a brick and mortar business. Is this, how does it feel to be in it, to be sitting in it right now?
1: To be sitting here looking at my establishment now and it becoming a full restaurant dine-in compared to the small trailer, I knew that it was time that we had to step into something like this because there were just so many people, customers coming all from far distance, you know they travel to Hachi, they travel from Lake Valley, Pebble Pintado, coming all the way to Crown Point and you know I was like oh my goodness it's getting too big and and I know a lot of the customers out there that try calling in for Victoria's Pizza and couldn't get through this I said okay this is it this is telling me that pizza needs that this needs to become a restaurant. That little trailer it, it, it couldn't handle Crown Point. It was getting bigger and bigger. So, <laughs> so we had to, we, I had to start thinking about dining. And so that became my target, was really thinking about the people and the customers. Because I think really my joy in my heart is to see a family enjoying pizza all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that trailer, how, how many years was that trailer a part of your business? That trailer's been
1: part of my business for 15 years, but before then, I would sell out of my house. I sold from a, a regular conventional oven. You know, back then, I think I broke about five ovens, uh, conventional house oven, because the heat on the oven was so extremely high to handle uh, pizza. And an ongoing, ongoing um, propane burning every day. You know, it, it got to where another oven burned out let's go get another one you know so from there i got a macular degeneration in my left eye Um, i wasn't happy about the results on that but it's just something that i got so that put me into a disability program with um, crown point they have a disability program here makes you think about you know times like that you know if you're going to move forward are you going to continue but you can't let nothing like that stop you, disability. It did get to me where I was like, oh, my, my eye, you know, I'm worried about myself and my health. And, you know, sometimes you can end up at a stop sign thinking a lot about what direction you're gonna make in your life. With uh, Albert Calamity of Crown Point with the disability program, they got me a pizza oven and a small dough mixer. And that was through the program. When that pizza oven came to Crown Point, oh my goodness, that was just the most, <laughs> happiest time of my life just to see the truck pull into my house. And, and I said, oh my goodness, this, this something like that just makes you want to keep going forward because there's people out there who care about you that want you to succeed and make it.
2: Uh, you worked so hard, so hard to, and sacrificed so much to get to today, only a couple of days away from your grand opening. I love what you said about motivation. I'm, so, I'm looking forward to that day so much for you. It's a whole Crown Point event and I'm so happy uh, for you. I, I, again, I'm not even following the script.
1: Like I was saying about the disability program, giving you opportunity to keep going. Support is number one, is getting support from your family, getting support from your friends, getting support from organizations that are there to help you just to get the support is number one. And someone just to pat you on the back and say, hey, you're doing a great job. That's what keeps you going. That's really what keeps you going. And the way I grew up was uh, a lot of discipline words, such as you got to get up early in the morning. You got to have your bed made. You got to have food on the table. You got to get out there. You got to cook. You got to, being a small young woman, with my mother and, you know, her telling me, you got to get in the kitchen, you got to start learning how to cook. And I was like only 12 years old. And I think from there, it made me realize a lot about how, how I felt that, you know, the role of a young teenager to listen to your, your, your grandmother, your mom, your auntie, those hard words back then is so something that relates to me today because of those words. And I say discipline words because, you know, now it's like you don't want to hear those words, but you know what? Those words can make you become very strong. It really can. It makes you become, how would I say it? Empowered. So accept the words, accept the discipline words, because you don't know how much those words can make you become something in your life. Mm
2: -hmm. That's a good lead into this question. In our town of Crown Point, there's not much for infrastructure or you know, spaces to, to foster or to house this kind of creativity, this opportunity. For your journey, what obstacles prevented you from opening this location? When I first saw the sign
1: on the building, say, for lease, I called the number, and I drove by the front of the plaza, and it said, and the only thing I thought about was give it a try. Why not? Why not pick up the phone and call it just see what happens, not knowing just the call the number, the things you have to be ready for, such as business plan, understanding business, the accounting, you know the revenue there's a lot that goes into it. I knew myself was I could handle food, I could make the pizza taste good, I could make hot wings I could have I have the talent in the kitchen area. But when it got to understanding economics, that was the hard part because you know the knowledge that I didn't have was a lot of things like that, that you have to st- understand economic development. And the more I stepped into it, I had to get out there and learn. I had to get out there with regional business office of the Eastern Agency. And I took some classes with Egert Tahani they were very supportive. They were there for me. They, under, they taught me a lot about economic development. And also with the um, uh, Windorock, they were there for me. They, they gave me some uh, pamphlets to join SBA and over at the UNM in Gallup. So I took classes. I started taking classes to understand what really is behind business. Knowing you can make pizza and ice cream and banana split and hot wings, there was a lot more to it, is understanding the revenue, understanding that. And I got a little bit of teaching from my father. My father graduated from Northern Arizona University, and he got his degree in small business and hotel and management. So my father was there for me to teach me a lot of that.
2: Okay. And... So now that you were opening up here at the Navajo shopping center here in Crown Point, um, you hired some staff and we all saw that shamrock truck that was delivering your food. And I can see here that you have other kitchen items and, and um, storage and refrigerators and you have your ice cream machine and your beautiful oven back there. Um, What message do you have to your staff, to the community uh, for having this new restaurant and, that it was a long time coming that was it's your passion you know being in the little trailer and making pizza dough with
1: my hand and you know the old-fashioned way after so many years since 1996 it is going to be nice to retire my arm and just let let the machine take over (laughs) (laughs) let the machine take over because that's a lot of pizza dough that's going to be made and You know taking the steps on my staff of hiring my staff here oh my goodness my staff is so wonderful getting to you know take that uh first um, application from these young students and also some experienced workers that want to work in victoria's pizza i call it a team because that's what i want i want them to feel just exactly how i felt when A lot of my customers came to my window. Hi, welcome to Victoria's Pizza. What can we get for you? You know, that drive. I want them to come forward. And that's how I want my staff to be. I want them to welcome, welcome the customers and coming in. Because my feeling in my heart of all the years in the trailer, getting to know each and every one of my customers, there's a lot of stories of, all the things that you know the the moms would come up and say oh thank you victoria thank you i was so tired you're here to take take care of my dinner for my children and then i get a lot of um people who would come home late with horse trailers late at night and they're very thankful that i'm able to be there to to have pizza ready for them from a long night of taking care of their animals out there so right now, my goal right now is to get my team out there and say, yes, we got pizza for you. Come on in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is what is it about pizza that hooked you in the first place? I know you went through your ice, your ice cream truck, and I remember that as a little kid running out there to the truck, and it was at night often. And those summer nights are a big memory, like a, a, an important memory I have because we got ice cream from 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 your ice chest in back of your truck like (laughs) that was awesome um so what about pizza is is very special to you
1: pizza is very special to me because you know i just i myself went into a pizza restaurant and i i used to look at myself and my family you know um, my family was a little picky and they would say you know this pizza but i always wonder what what can i do to make that pizza taste so good is a lot of the pizza was i started to study and i started to ask questions about it to a lot of customers uh how they liked their pizza a lot of them loved their pizza not so heavy in oil so that's when i started to really think you know i could create something that could be very little easy on that and something that would give more of a neapolitan style pizza. So I started to study and as if you know on my Facebook page you saw me standing there with a whole bunch of bluebird flower bags. Well we had tons and tons of bluebird flower bags and I donated a lot of them to the elderly. So a lot of the elderly that make quilts out of it make uh, clothes out of it I was really happy to donate that and right now you know a lot of um I think with my curiosity on pizza it got to where I wanted to understand the altitude of where we're at so I started studying the altitude as high as we are what could change the pizza ingredient to something way more a lot improved, more improved, uh, better taste, better quality. So I started to study and it became what it is today. It took two years to study that. And it was something that, you know, understanding the flour, understanding gluten, understanding the richness, understanding bleach, understanding non bleach flour. And then this new uh, flour that came in gluten-free, You know, it started making me think about trying to start something. Maybe I can start gluten free pizza. And then I started creating this one pizza. I said, you know what? Let me try blue corn pizza. And I went to Batches, I went and got some uh, blue corn there, went home, tried, played around with the the ingredients and here the blue corn was created. I think the best part of it is the taste of um, uh, Victoria's Pizza. It's just the, the people themselves that took the word out there and did the advertisement. And that's what created Victoria's to get bigger and bigger.
2: You're becoming known by, by word of mouth, by the experience of our customers, of your customers um, throughout the years. And uh, no doubt that, that that's that's awesome that Crown Point um, has, is lucky to have you here. And then we bring visitors. I'm an economist. I think about how it's affecting our immediate and our outside economy and so this is a great start to how we can look at crown point just growing it's had potential forever and we just need some of those folks who can tap into that potential and make things happen and here you are (laughs) and here you are um so is there anything i'm not sure when andy's going to have this episode available but for folks who are don't are not from here and they get to listen to her episode, your grand opening is March 17th. What are you looking forward to the best that day? Oh my, I I think I haven't really um,
1: woke up from my dream yet. I'm I'm just like reality is hitting, reality is kicking in. And I'm over here, got my mind really like, I got, I better be ready. I better have everything ready in my kitchen. I think that's where it's like uh, reality's hitting. But I can tell you one thing, I am very humble in this business. Victoria's wouldn't be what Victoria would be today if it weren't for the customers, if it weren't for the people. And I don't take full granite on it. I take full granite on the customers who made Victoria. And I I applaud them. I applaud the customers. They, They made Victoria's Pizza and I applaud them. And it's like, you know, what you were saying about when you were young and you were seeing Victoria's Pizza out there, a lot of the young ones are now grown up and have family. And now their young ones are coming to Victoria's. So it's, it's a two-time generation that I've been doing this pizza. And now that the business is being established, right now, it's it's really gonna happen March 17. And I'm just thinking of how many more generations is gonna continue. It's gonna continue from these little ones to being grown up, then to the small ones, it's gonna continue. And that's just gonna, that's what touches my heart is it's going to grow. And I say, it's a, it's a God given business. That's how I put it. It's a blessing. And I'm, and I'm very humble because I thank God for being by my side throughout this journey. You can't do it alone. It, it's, it's, it's very hard and difficult. You end up in a storm sometimes in your life. You feel like, Oh no, it's okay. I don't want to do it. It's difficult. It's hard. No, really get out there and and do it it's just like you know times you're gonna fall you're gonna scrape your knee get back up and and just do it and i think i think i really listened a lot to my father when um, my dad was a horseman and he talked talked to me a lot about horses and he said you know um, victoria (laughs) if you ever get on a horse you get bucked off you better get back on so a lot of them teaching from a horse, from a father would tell me about animals. There's a meaning to it, and when he says, "When you lead a horse to water, it's not going to drink unless it wants it to." So I take those little things like that that I keep in mind, and say, Victoria, if if you, if you don't pursue your dream, you got to, you got to keep going. Don't fail. Keep going. Reality is coming this Friday, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, there's going to be a lot of pizza going out that door," and I'm happy to have uh, 15 tables and 60 chairs uh, coming from a small trailer. I'm excited.
2: So, from Toasted Sister and and me, <laughs> helping Andy, um, we wish you the best of luck and uh we're gonna have a place to come and enjoy dinner when we come visit our family when we come and celebrate a birthday parties can happen here Mm -hmm. um what else was i saying like the teams that play at crown point high they can come over here and have a a pizza after the game it's going to change what the community how operates it's so awesome so thank you for doing that for crown point
1: you're welcome you're welcome and i'm i'm excited just to see uh Uh, the team come in and we're open uh, from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week and we're open on St. Patrick's Day so I was like hmm green pizza (laughs) 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 what can I do to make it green some green here Mm -hmm. Uh, green pizza yes St. Patrick's Day so I'm very excited and thank you Uh, thank you so much and Thank you, Andy, uh, you're doing a great job and thank you for allowing me to be here with you and thank you so much. And to get my voice out there, I, I'm here. And I just want to say that all of you that are out there and you want to start a business, you young ones that want to start a business, please start early in your years because I'm at, I'm at the age where, you know, it, it's harder, it's harder. It's better to be young and in and, and school and learn these things, learn your, your what, what moves and what teaching you have in business or anything that you do, education is number one. So it won't be such a very harsh struggle like it happened for me. Mine was a little bit where there was some struggle to understand what goes in a business. And it was hard, but that's what I would say. That would be something my goal for the young one, the youth, is education,
2: number one. So to close out, I just wanna say one more time that you are Victoria's Pizza. Your grand opening is this Friday, March 17th, here in Crown Point, New Mexico. And you are the first Navajo-owned pizza Pizzeria, (laughs) and you have your first
1: restaurant. And being the first Navajo-owned pizzeria on the Navajo Nation, I'm honored. I'm really honored to hold that title. I can just tell you a lot of the youth that I see out there, there's a lot of talent. I see it all over TikTok. I see it all over Facebook. I see it out in the industry out there. A lot of Natives have so much talent out there in jewelry and anything artwork singing uh starting to see our our the neck get out there and sing they got a voice <laughs> so that's really awesome but thank you so much thank you yeah.
0: That was Victoria Largo and my sister, Alicia Murphy, both residents of Crown Point, New Mexico. Congratulations to Victoria again on opening her restaurant. It clearly means a lot to us and the whole community there. Tune for more episodes of this podcast and future events by following toasted sister on social media i'm on facebook at uh, toasted sister podcast i'm on instagram at toasted sister podcast um, I'm also sharing future episodes of The Menu on Native America Calling, which is the monthly food show that I produce and host for Native America Calling, which is our National Humanities Medal-winning daily live radio show. I'm Andy Murphy from the Navajo Nation.